Good morning, people of Anchor, and welcome back to Kethry's Book Reviews. Today we will be covering a work of dystopian literature titled Brave New World, written by Aldous Huxley. This book was quite different from anything I've ever read before. Um, It's a really quick read, but it definitely encapsulates a lot of parts of society that I think that we take for granted, and I think it's a really interesting book when you really dig down deep into what it really means and what it really is getting at. Um, so there are definitely a lot of dystopian elements in this book. A few of the dystopian characteristics that I noticed were, one, that information, independent thought, and freedom are restricted. And this is demonstrated, um, when Bernard, one of the main characters, who is clearly different from everyone else, wants to have a problem with anything that is part of the way they live their life. Everything in their society is incredibly uniform and the expectations are set in their DNA of who they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to do. Um, and whenever he talks to the director, the controller about this, he's always shot down because he's not really supposed to be thinking that there's anything different about this or that people should be able to be something else. They have no freedom in who they're going to be or what they're going to do. That's determined from birth. Um, This is also demonstrated um, when John and Linda, who are two people that he brought back from a savage reservation, um, Linda actually grew up in the society and he brings her home because he thought that he could help them and also Um, John ends up being the director's son, so he also wants the director to understand that he still has people out there. Um, He's given a lot of grief from the director because he's so different, and at the end of the day, when he does bring the two of them back with him, he ends up being banished because of these differences that he has. Um, Another dystopian characteristic in this book are that citizens have a fear of the outside world. Um, Lenina, who was Bernard's basically girlfriend, but not really because they don't really have those in this society, um, she was terrified to go visit the savages with Bernard. Um, The entire time they were there, she was criticizing everything about their way of life. Um, And John ends up being really studied by reporters when he gets back there um, because they want to know everything about his life because it's so different. Um, But at the same time, they're terrified by him. Um, And Linda is also really looked down upon because she's no longer the epitome of perfection that everyone else in the society is. Um, She's clearly changed and aged and people look at her just disgusting for, because they'd never want to look like she does. Um, Something that Lenina actually said is she goes, um, when they were in the Savage Reservation, she saw this really old man who had like teeth falling out and all that. And she turns to Renard and she's like, that's disgusting. And he goes, that's, he's old, that's all. And she was like, old, but the director's old. Lots of people are old. They're not like that. And Bernard says, that's because we don't allow them to look like that. And he's right. They really preserve their older people so that they never age and never look any different. Um... Another characteristic are that the citizens live in a dehumanized state. Um, children are death conditioned from birth to be a, to not be upset by birth. Um, they have absolutely no close relationships, no parents, no siblings, um, and no romantic or familiar familiar um, effects are in their life. They're completely shielded from any kind of heartbreak or hurt. Um, they're really frowned upon if they ever get in any kind of a relationship with anyone. The whole society is 
trained to have casual hookups with everyone and nothing's about actual commitment because commitment could lead to heartbreak in the end and that's completely not something that the director or anybody else wants to happen. Everyone's supposed to be completely protected by that. Um, Another one is that the natural world is banished and distrusted. Um, You have to have special passes to go and visit a savage reservation and no one from the reservation is allowed to leave. Um, And the people from the society are, are very rarely allowed in, which is interesting because Linda ended up being left there Um, And once she was, no one ever went back for her because she had not been really taken care of or anything. So she was never going to be allowed back into the society. Um, And she did end up dying when she was taken back. Um, Another characteristic are that the citizens are told that they are to conform to uniform expectations and individuality and dissent are bad. They really don't have a choice in this. Um, their DNA is, again, crafted so that they'll be as intelligent as they are or not. They'll have exactly the job that they're supposed to have. They like different things, like your DNA tells you whether or not you're going to like flowers or not. Like Nothing about them is chosen by them. Um, And being different isn't a good thing because they're all basically just carbon copies of one another. They all wear the same things based on basically their class status. Um, And nothing about being different is something that's encouraged in this society. Um, A couple of the controls that were really big in this book, dystopian controls that is, um, were technological controls. Um, That's how they are designed to be exactly the way they are, and they have absolutely no way to be anything but that. And the ability to alter people genetically or alter fetuses and stuff genetically to make them have exactly the traits you want to have is a control here and that's also something that we've talked about in our society today this book was written in the 30s by Huxley but that's still something that we try to that we've been talking about doing today is should we alter people's genetics to be exactly the way we want them to be should we select traits or not Um, Another control here is bureaucratic control, and this is a huge one. Um, The citizens really have no idea what it was like to be in any kind of world besides the one that they live in. Um, People don't have books because in a lot of literature, whatever, they would learn about what societies used to be like. They don't have things like plays, like works of Shakespeare or anything, because in a lot of those, there's heartbreak, and those are not feelings and emotions that they are allowed to feel so by taking that out of this society they never feel anything like that and a quote from the director was stability no civilization without social stability so everything has to be altered and monitored because if the society isn't stable they're not going to be a civilized society or at least in his opinion that's the way it is Um, And this book portrays a society where you have no determination of your future and there's absolutely no way to feel pain. Um, And if you do, they just take these pills called somas. It's actually highly encouraged. If you're ever feeling, starting to feel sad or something, you take a soma. If there's something bad happening around you, you take a soma. And it's basically a drug that makes you feel happy because they don't know how to handle any other emotion. That's the only emotion that they've 
ever handle in their life is happiness. It's why they're death conditioned and stuff so that they never know what it's like to feel pain because in the society it's thought that pain is what leads to societal collapse. Um, and Huxley is also writing this um, in a time of the Roaring Twenties or post-Roaring Twenties where sexual liberation was huge and there was much less emphasis on commitment in life. And I think that this is kind of bringing that to an extreme, obviously, but showing that if we completely rule out any kind of commitment, there's no dedication to anyone, there's no love, and that's really something that he's showing here. Um, And he's also showing that we really are ungrateful for any kind of pain that we experience. Yes, there's heartbreak in our world, and there's so many ways that you can be harmed and feel pain but are you ever really appreciating happiness if you haven't experienced pain and I think that that's something that he's really showing us is that to be happy you have to know what it's like to not be happy otherwise you're just in a constant level emotional state and this society they don't really know what it's like to be happy because they've never been anything but that. Um, And I think when Huxley was writing this book, he was really asking the question, why do people not want to feel pain? And he really directed this book to have an audience of people who have been hurt and don't want to be, or people who feel the need to be perfect and they don't need to be. Um, And his purpose for writing this book was really to prove that there's There is a point to our pain and our differences. There's a reason why we get that. And a lot of young adults could really use to read this book because that's definitely something that a lot of young adults go through. The differences that we all have, they go through their first heartbreaks, they have issues with their parents, but they this really shows that there's a purpose to all of that. Um well thank you very much. That's all the time we have, but um yeah, I definitely encourage a lot of people to read this book. It was really eye-opening, and I think it would teach everyone a lesson to be grateful for every part of our lives.